Next time, I'll try knitting. A recovering alcoholic's opinion about life, sobriety and stuff. Lights down, bums on seats, silence please, on with the show. Conquest is a strange word, isn't it? To utterly defeat someone or something. To the victor, the spoils, to the vanquished, the sorrow and loss. So who won, me or alcohol? Well, yeah. Clearly, alcohol won. Game, set and match, no question about that. And as the vanquished party, I was indeed full of sorrow and loss. Well, mostly self-pity and remorse, although the remorse generally only lasted until I got my hands on the next drink, at which point all remorse vanished. Not exactly a strange reaction, is it? Full of fake tears, apology and remorse? And all smiles when I could get back on it again? Frankly, the only reason I even gave the remorse merry-go-round a good spin was to buy time until I could get more booze. All the time I was actively drinking, I was convincing myself that I was actually a winner. That's even stranger when I look back. I was winning what? Exactly what was I achieving? Were there adoring crowds, prizes, promotions at work? Not really. I was just lost in delusion on that point. So there was alcohol the winner and me the deluded loser, busy convincing myself that I was in actual fact the winner then alcohol somehow gave me freedom, happiness and some respite from the travails of life. All alcohol really did was cost me my money and my health. Now here's the thing, looking back isn't the healthiest thing to do, if all I do is focus on the bad bits and dwell on the losses. I can swiftly convince myself that nothing in my life is worth anything and end up having my own private pity party. But looking back and accepting the truth that I was indeed the loser, and alcohol was the winner and, to be clear, the winner that nearly took all away from me is a serious lesson. In the end, I had to admit I'd lost the plot and any right to drink alcohol again. At first, the feeling of being the vanquished party wasn't pleasant. An awful lot of home truths had to be faced up to. The biggest of which was that I had to take responsibility for what I did next. And the next thing I had to be responsible for was to get sober and then stay that way. Make no mistake, I got a sponsor and did the steps, but that's not quite enough. It's not until I made the firm decision that I was solely responsible for my sobriety, my actions and my consequences, that I began to make positive progress. I had to surrender or give up on my ego being the arbiter of what I did next. I had to surrender and admit defeat to the fact that my previous way of living was wholly wrong. I had to wave the white flag of truce with my behaviour and then start changing my behaviours one at a time. Had I not done that, all I'd have really achieved was to stop drinking for a period of time, but in the end I'd have gone back to it, without serious reflection, significant change and definite effort on my part, further defeat was inevitable. So the phrase surrender to win now makes sense to me. To really understand it, I had to throw in the towel, really give up on everything I was doing wrong, and then start learning how to do things right. Surrender is not a word that normally shares the same space as victory. In the case of addiction, though, it does, in that we get a genuine second chance at life. Surrender, the act of capitulating, of giving up any further resistance, of ceasing to be at war with ourselves. That act, that's the key. If you're wondering if that moment of surrender is a one-off moment of revelation, think again. I do it every day these days to remind myself how far I've come and how far I could go in the future. So today, I'll surrender to make progress. My surrender is to always remember that the only way to have a future is to give up on the past 
and strike out in new and positive and sober directions. Next time I'll try knitting by JJ Chan. Another episode will appear soon like a bus and mow you down when you're not looking. Bye. <laughs>